another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald. Um, I guess you can follow me on Twitter at, uh, at Bob McDonald. And joining me, of course, is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. I say, of course, he, he, he does come in from time to time. I know you're here. You're always around on, on Twitter, however, at Horizon Matt. We, we know where you can find you there. I've been pretty consistent recently on here, too. That's true. Except, I mean, last week I didn't want to come. I was available. I didn't want to come on. I, you, no one wants to hear from me. That was a time to hear from, you know, the right state people and all that. That's true, and we did, indeed. Um, you can follow, and of course, you can follow us on Twitter on, uh, at HorizonRT. You can follow us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com, and be sure to follow, uh, subscribe to us wherever podcasts are available. And Matt, this is this is like a super busy week for a lot of different reasons, not just tournament-related. And um, we'll talk a little bit about the two things that I really want to talk about today. Um the thing that we all thought was going to happen is going to look like it's eventually going to happen. And then, you know, Milwaukee's thing. But first, let's talk about let, let us talk about Wright State vanquishing Peter Kiss and and, and Bryant. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I know we're going to kind of this whole podcast could be summed up with like everything that's happening as expected. Like that's just the reality. Like Wright State getting the playing game was the best thing to happen to the to the, to the, uh, the conference. And they mm-hmm. won. And you know what? Great. They they went in there. They they look like a good team. Yeah. Uh, Kiss looks stupid like the whole time. Like I mean, Wright State was really in control that whole game. Great. Also, and by the way, shout out. Uh, we had Blake Schumacher on the ground at UD Arena for the first four. So way to go, we, man. We have had some people everywhere. I'm I'm gonna pat ourselves I'm, on our back. I am a little disappointed we had nobody in San Diego. Just a little. But I don't. Do you know anybody in San Diego? I really don't. I mean, we probably could have like sourced some money, and I'd have flown. I, I'd have taken, jumped on the grenade there, and uh, flown out to San Diego to cover. Oh yeah, take one for the team there. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I, I mean, San Diego is really awful place to um, be, but I, I'd have done that for us. Uh well. Team player. Team player. There you go. But seriously, yeah. um, the rights, right state in that playing game was everything that the conference could have asked for at that point. I, I've oh, heard absolutely. so much whining and complaining about, Oh, our league is terrible. We're in the playing. Game. Look, that was our four seed. We sh- a four seed mid major should be in the playing game. That, yeah. That's not, that's not even necessarily a reflection of the conference. Now, you know, if our one seed had been, a, had been in the playing game. Okay. Then, then we have a talking point there, but look, that was our four seed. That's just the reality of it. Like, cool. Yeah. Our four seed was better than the NEC's one seed that handled their tournament like like champs like cool which incidentally if we're not if you're if you're thinking about it for a second because remember Robert Morris came from the NEC and you see how they've struggled the last two years in the Horizon League so and and they basically owned the NEC before they left it, it kind of makes sense it's weird that you see that dynamic play out in real time during a tournament game but yeah that's exactly it. that's the only comparison i can make really the no Horizon offense, League no offense just... to Robert Morris fans by the way we're no, but problems. Horizon League fans are just ridiculous. Like it's it's tiring sometimes. Like all the complaining about how terrible the conference is. We're in the playing game. That was our four seed, and they handled them. They throttled them pretty well. Like it, the game was never in question. No, it really wasn't. Cool. Like that's that should. I mean, no. Are are we 2012 Butler? No, we're not. But you know what? The league's just where. It, where it should be it's it's middle of the pack mid-major what do you want from them like mm, uh, the middle of the pack mid-major is being kind of generous uh, but okay. all right L- L- lower lower mid-major 
lower mid major. Yeah, that's a little bit. All right. Yeah. So, um, but you know what I mean? Like, what do you, what? I I don't know what all the bitching has been about recent, the the recent bitchings. I know. I get it. I get it. No, I, but you know, the, the, the answer is very simple, Matt. It's do better in the non conference. Okay. Wright State was two and seven in the non conference. They were not good in the non conference. North Carolina, NC State notwithstanding, they were not very good. And Scott Nagy himself mentioned it multiple times before the game about that time period where they were two and seven and they were not doing very well. They, he, he's the first person to admit that they did not, they underperformed egregiously in the non conference. Well, that's how, the, you end, that's how you end up as the four seed in, in and a that's how you game. end up in a playing game. Is that you end up you end up in a playing game is because you are because you're underperforming in the non-conference and your top seed loses, and it's in a conference that underperforms in the non-conference. That's Do how better. it should have been. Like I everything- mean, we, for all the talk we have had about like for all the for all the talk I've heard about like scheduling of like what good is scheduling if you're you know you schedule quote unquote winnable games and they don't win them. You could look at like, you could look at a dozen different games. On, in the non-conference schedule for the Horizon League, and you could point to multiple winning games that a Horizon League team did not win. So, do better. <laughs> and you know what? End of the day, when you look at it, not that it'll on, on the conference level won't matter. Wright State won more more games uh, yeah. in this in this tournament than Kentucky. This is true. Indeed, you know? they did. There, there's a bunch of teams you could throw, throw in, throw in instead of Kentucky. That's just the one that comes to mind. Shout out to uh, St. Pete there. But um, like, it's a, it's a win for the, for the league. You don't have to love it, but you know what? It's a unit. Yeah, and exactly. It's things, a unit things, you weren't. It's a unit you haven't gotten in years, by the way. These things pay out, including the playing game. Uh, with UIC not getting a cut plus. Well, well, pay- we keep calling it a playing game. It's called the first four. First four. Excuse me. The first four. Plus, on top of that, that was on ESPN. Yep. And uh, actually, it was on True TV. The, oh, that's right. Remember the. Remember, this is the time of the year where everybody has to figure out where True TV is on their systems. This was a net. This was you know an NCAA tournament game, and since it was in Dayton, Wright State showed up and they were loud. Wright oh, State yeah. fans, kudos to y'all. Absolutely. Like, it, they look. Let me tell you great. something. Major league trolling going on with Wright State and you against University of Dayton, who has been dodging them for years. A lot of major league trolling. Well played, Wright State. Yeah, and you, but but again, all said and done, the league looked great, and that's what anyone right now is going to remember. No one's going to remember what happened in the next game because it went as it was as expected, and they didn't get embarrassed. No, they really didn't. They they only yeah, I mean. Embarrassed is a relative term. I mean, they, they they did lose by 17, but at the same time, they were playing the number with, by by many regards the team that is one of the favored teams to win in the NCAA tournament in in Arizona. And if you looked at Arizona, I mean, they got they had not one but two the uh, big guys in the game for most for most of the game and. I don't care who you are. I mean, and even Wright State, which, you know, you when you have, like, guys like Grant Basile and A.J. Braun, and you consider them kind of the bigger, you know, when you consider Wright State, you consider Wright State to be one of the bigger teams, you know, size-wise in the conference. And they just got manhandled by Arizona's big guys. They just got harassed the whole time. 
Well, and yeah, it, it, you can't blame them. I mean, there, there was, you know, there, there, there wasn't anything they could do. And you're also talking about it again. You're also talking about an Arizona team that has only lost three, three games all season. They are a number one seed. And again, by all, by, by many regards, they're one of the favorites to, to make, to win the championship. So to, as, as you know, it was, it was always going to be an uphill battle for Wright state. They kept it close for a lot of the game. And I mean, I, I don't care. This is not a talking point of mine, but I have seen it and said, and I agree, I do agree. Um, it was a little weak to have to send Wright State all the way out to San Diego two days. That was playing that the, was ridiculous. The, the I mean, floor. come on. Okay, they could they could have sent them to Indy. They could have sent them to Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of other options. Send them to San Diego was a little weak. Yeah. Well, yeah. I well the pro yeah that the issue with the first four teams with 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 the sixteen teams is that you had. You had two teams that were – you had four teams. None of them were anywhere near California, although, to be fair, you know, the Texas teams – one of the Texas teams – I mean, I think it was Texas A&M Corpus Christi who won. Or was it Texas Southern? I can't remember. No, it was Texas Southern who won. And they could have sent them, but they sent, you know, Wright State instead. And like, again, I mean, it sucks, grand, but whatever. Yeah, it, the grand scheme of scenes, it doesn't really matter. Um but yeah, that's that's kind of how that went, and it's not you know it's not any one thing. It's just you know you look at next year and you have to do better in the non-conference. And oh by the way, let's look at I mean if you look at kind of the top teams, so that if you look at the right state, you look at right state. I don't think they have anybody leaving this year except for like James Manns, who we always wonder why he's never playing. Um, Was James Manns on right state this year? Yes, uh, actually, it's funny you mentioned that because during the during the uh, press conference after the, uh, the 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 Horizon League Championship game, Scott Nagy mentioned James Mann's not once but twice in the press conference without being so prompted. Weird. I know. So weird. Uh, yeah, like the, or maybe Scott we Nagy's think the it, ultimate I mean, troll job. I don't know. Maybe we think he's like I don't know. Maybe maybe we think he's he, he's better than he actually. Is. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, we don't know the mystery. But, but yeah. So so yeah. All those guys are supposed to come back. Every last one of them. So you got to think that Wright State is probably going to be the. I mean, between Wright State and Northern Kentucky, Northern Kentucky, I, which I'm very surprised, Northern Kentucky did not play in a postseason. But it's probably because the only one that was offered to them, it was the the basketball classic presented by racism. I'm going to use the whole name right now, even though I'm sure the people who are presenting it are embarrassed that it's even going on. Yeah, it's not going. Per, I mean, so, yeah, so, so, by the way, good. the only bright spot in that is Youngstown State is still playing in that thing. It took a little bit to figure out where they were going to play, though. <laughs> yeah, some some weirdness there. I, I mean, teams are struggling right now just to to get some games in, and I mean, it's not even their fault. I mean, the you know, the the or I mean, so so what is what was supposed to happen with the basketball classic was they were supposed to have thirty two teams in this thing. Clearly, nobody was down to do that. By the way. Nobody was down to do that, so they came, they were down to like 22, and then one team, one nondescript team, had COVID issues, so Wofford was just sitting out there hanging out, so they got a buy or something, which left 20 games, and then Wofford decided to get out because Wofford was supposed to play 
um, Youngstown State on Saturday. Saturday, by the way, in the second round, even though there were first round games going on on Saturday as well. It's just been a, a scheduling nightmare, and um, I have to I have to laugh and give a quick shout out in in this mess to my favorite Twitter account that only shows up this time of year, essentially, unless yeah. you tag them in something because they will just magically appear. It's great. Is the uh, the Vegas sixteen tournament? Whoever yeah. runs that, whoever runs that Twitter account, you you are one of my heroes because they are on on it all the time. Oh, a tournament having scheduling issues? We can't imagine like the, the <laughs> one year. The one year of the Vegas 16, which really was the Vegas 8, like, just that that account is perfect. At least they took it all in stride. I mean, you barely get anything out of you. Do you even do you, I do you even hear anything from anybody that's represented that represents this entire tournament at all? Nope. Do you hear anything from any of them? No. Meanwhile, I Vegas, mean, basically Vegas just, 16's out there putting shirts out in remembrance. Love it. Oh yeah, are they doing that? By the way, is that actually? I haven't seen. I haven't seen the link. If I do, I will put it up. But they they asked if people would, and one of the first people to respond that they would absolutely buy a Vegas 16 shirt was Greg Campy, who has said it's the second best college basketball tournament he's ever played in. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well. High praise. Oh, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Sign me up. Um, I mean, basically, but. If you think about it for a second, in the years past when this tournament was a CIT, it was the same herky-jerky, disorganized mess every other year. So why are well, we I surprised? Well, that's why that... teams are that, that's why teams aren't aren't really buying in. Like sometimes it's just it's time to say to pack and it I, up. And I have to apologize, and I do by the way have to apologize to Detroit Mercy because Detroit Mercy was in this tournament for like five seconds. And they have a losing record. They were a sub-500 team to do it. But I, and I kept making fun of them constantly about that. Why are you a sub-500 team in the con- do, doing this silly thing? But they're not the only ones. Morgan State, who was Youngstown State's opponent on Wednesday, also had a sub-500 record. So I have, to ret- I have to retract my earlier statement and apologize to Detroit Mercy fans. Savor it. It's the only time I'm going to do it. <laughs> And we did learn this week, uh, or had it confirmed, um, that Oakland was asked to play in that tournament and turned it down due to injuries. i not surprised. No, not yeah. at all. Oh, but at least you have yes. something to look forward yes. to. Jalen Jalen Moore's coming back. Yeah, so we've talked about this recently, not the Jalen Moore part, but just every you know, Oakland fans losing their mind over transfer portal, transfer portal, transfer portal over the past couple of years, and they're not wrong, but... You know, it started this year when they lost, they've lost four pieces to the transfer portal and everyone's losing their mind. And the reality is those four pieces are nothing on the floor. And then Jalen Moore, uh, is this, kind of by the way, is it really like sad that at least one or two of those guys actually had to look up to make sure they were even on the roster? That's just it. They, I mean, <laughs> one of the one of them was a red shirt that was hurt in his senior year of high school and came here to give it a shot and basically was probably told, hey, you're not going to see the floor. One of them has been given three years of opportunity to back be the backup point guard. It's not going to work. Sorry, Emmanuel Newsome. Um, one of them was a walk on and one of them's probably never playing basketball again, which is really unfortunate, but that's just the reality is we Zion, Zion uh, young had uh, uh, surgery on both of his knees twice this year. Wow. They're just, they're just hoping this kid can walk again. Basketball is probably not in his future. And that sucks because he was a really good kid and a really good basketball player. But him hitting the portal is nothing to talk about other than, hey, it sucks that that's how his career's kind of ended. 
but otherwise, Oakland's looking a okay for now. Always subject to change because sure. you know that's how the portal works. But Jalen Moore coming back is huge. Um, he did, co- you know, he's in a brace right now. Um, he's one of them that would have been hurt to play in the tournament. Um, that that wrist injury was even worse than anyone wanted to pretend it was, and he played through it, but it was awful. So I think that's a part of why he might be coming back. Um, I have some other theories that aren't important right now, but sure. whatever it is, he's he said he's running the back for one more, and he didn't he go. didn't owe Oakland that. Like I think no, that's kind of cool. No, he kind of didn't. That's true. He he I came mean, in as a JUCO and served his two years. You know, like he's he's gonna take that COVID year to try to to better himself, and that's wait cool, a minute. But... So uh, I did not realize that. I'm like thinking to myself, okay, well, hold on a second. See, see, and I'm glad you brought this up because I gotta, man, I am having so because we're we're doing the senior tracker on HorizonRoundtable.com again, and Got I am beat. gonna have so many problems with that this year. Godspeed, Bob. I'm going to be, yeah, it's going to be confusing. I've already had to change Detroit Mercies like three times because I'm not even sure who actually needs, is going to take a, is going to take the, who is eligible to take the second, the, that Bonus COVID year. year. I don't yeah. know. I, I, the only one I know about, I mean, seriously, the only one I, there's only a handful I know about for sure because I did, yeah, see, that, see, I didn't even know. I thought for sure because I don't even have Oakland on this list because I didn't even realize that Jalen Moore had it was eligible for was that was going to be his extra year. I didn't even know that. Yeah, see? I mean, technically, he's he's done his two years. So I mean, and as a Duco, that's all he really signed on for. See, I cannot see that this is where I'm going to get messed up, and it's I'm not yeah. very happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I want nothing to I mean, do with that for, tracker. I mean, don't get me wrong. Good for you know, obviously good for good for Jalen Moore to you know who wants to run it back and try to you know get that you know get what he needs. But man, it, it makes me look like an idiot. But you know, I'll be forgiven for that. I no, I'm not. No, I won't be. Nobody likes me, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh no, yeah. So Jalen Moore would be the only one that would. Oh no, Jalen Moore and Zion. So Jalen Moore and Zion Yard. See, verbal commits is so weird as hell that it's like okay. So Zion Young could have taken the extra year. He does. He's in the transfer portal. We may not see him again. However, Jaylen well, plus Moore, he's got oh, a, he's he's got an injury. You're the senior the, oh, year, year anyway. That's why I didn't put him in there. That's why. Okay, never mind. See, see, this is what yeah. This is why I've got. See, I'm I'm glad you talked me off of that one. I got you off that ledge, but anyway, that's what we learned about Oakland this week. Is Jalen Moore is going to be back, so that's cool for the league. Um, what we also learned is we're still seeing Green Bay people leave. Hey, isn't Manny Ansong? Isn't that one of Will Ryan's like dudes? Like, I don't know. So, that, that's yeah. weird. So I'm not sure what's happening over there, but uh, well, I do. It's funny because well. Dylan Graff writes for us, obviously, um, has been following this the whole time, and he's been pretty good. He's actually been pretty good about this. Um, he actually put out a tweet that said that Manny Ansong, that all indications for Manny Ansong and Ryan Claflin were going to be coming back. No, they're not. <laughs> not this time. That's And that's not on Dylan, and, but and yeah, two, I mean. And Tutu Majak also was in the transfer portal, but, you know, he figured that, no, that he, he was right on that one. So, yeah, he's, but I'll be very interested. In, and also, it looks like. Um, he also mentioned that Mitch, Mitch Listow is probably not going to come back either, um, which makes sense because he didn't play at all this year. <laughs> I really don't even know who that is. Like that, yeah, that see, name doesn't even register. You, you know what I mean? There like, you go. There's your, there's your guy who I'm not sure who is, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, yeah. So I don't even know. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Who the heck are they bringing in next year? Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. And then you've got uh, Milwaukee. Uh, where are we going to? Yeah, want to get to that. So let here, let me let me. So Milwaukee, we saw Samba Kane is, is in the portal. 
who we now, didn't see all season, by the way. So now what they're going to need is they're going to need a new coach to lead them. Do Why, they have yes, one? Yes, they will. Uh, um, it's uh, it's Bart Lundy out of out of Queens University in North Carolina. It's Which funny is Div because two, right? Div two. Now it's funny because uh, Queens University is actually one of those schools that like Southern Indiana that people have been kind of banting about, they may end up making the transition to D1. That that's, you know, that's kind of, that that's one of those rumored up, uh, you know, teams that are going to try to, you know, move up into D1. Um, but they won't be doing it with Bart Lundy because Bart Lundy is going to Milwaukee. Interestingly enough. So, so Bart Lundy, um, just, and by the way, um, by the way, yes. Um, we are going to have him on at some point. No, we don't know when that's going to be, but it will happen. <laughs> Turns out that he might need to actually, you know, officially sign on for the job and start that it before he be can talk good. to us. Well, he no, he did uh, actually. Uh, Milwaukee made it official on Saturday night. Okay. Well, he then we're already behind because we got Matt Crenshaw on on day one. Okay. He now no 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 no. Remember, remember they make it when they make it official and when his actual start date is are two different things. Fine. So, Fine. We still got time. We still have time. We absolutely have time. I think we got Yaklich on on day one too. We did not get Yaklich on day one. We, no. I it mean, was we close. can we can say that we did. I mean, it was well, close. I just couldn't remember. I mean, UIC I fans in about in about in about three months, UIC fans are going to care about this podcast anyway, so we can say whatever we want. <laughs> they might not have cared in the first place. They were terrible about coming on when we needed them to. Except for all year. All year was always That's good. True. That's true. But yeah, so that is um. So yeah, uh, but yeah, um, and Lundy is actually in an interesting situation because this is because he he was at Queens University um, this past season. It has been for I think since about 2013. This is actually his second go around with Queens University. Uh, apparently, he did have a D1 stint with High Point. Um, it was so so. Yeah, that's and, not something that really registered with most people. Yeah, um, and I'm sure that Milwaukee fans were probably wondering, okay, so what's the Milwaukee connection with this guy who basically spent most of his time in North Carolina? Uh, your answer is he was uh, Buzz Williams' dobo at uh, Marquette for four years, or three years, sorry. Sorry, but that's not a very strong connection. Uh, yeah, I know it isn't. That that I mean, sure, if that's what we really want to go with, but that's not anything to hang your hat on either, you know? It kind of isn't, but, you know. But I'm well, sure we'll ask, we'll uh, we'll we'll be asking him about his you know we'll 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 ask uh, we'll ask uh, we'll ask Lundy to you know clarify that in a little later I guess I'm very interested in hearing about his back. I have I to imagine that uh, that PBJ is the uh, highest recruit he's ever uh, coached. At least until he declares for the until draft in like five seconds. <laughs> oh, you know it's coming too. You know it's coming. Oh yes. Uh, by the way, shout out to Pat Baldwin Senior for being way more active on Twitter now. I don't know if I'm following him. Maybe I should be. I, he he's on. He's behind the lock, so probably. Yeah. Good luck trying to get to him. He may not accept your he's pending request. All right, you'll have to keep us updated on uh, what Pat Baldwin Senior's up to. Uh, I'm sure an assistant job is in his immediate future. That yeah, probably guess. at somewhere that wants him to bring his kid along for one more one more run. Possible. No, I mean, I do think. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't think that. But oh yeah, I forgot. Also, Japana Kellogg is in. Did we mention Japana Kellogg is in the is in the transfer portal for Green Bay? I'm starting to lose count. 
I thought we mentioned that like a week or two ago. We might have. I don't remember. It's yeah. It, it seems like a group of people that you're just going to see a lot more new faces. Basically, I think you're basically. It, it just seems. Bottom line is, it looks like Green Bay is kind of building themselves around, you know, building their program around Cade Meyer and Kamari McGee. And if that is what they're doing, and it seems like that's what they're doing. I mean that makes sense. So those guys were those guys were the two best te- guys on their team last year. I mean those are those are good pieces, but I mean they're young. I'm not you know I'm I'm not even gonna go where I was going. They're young. Let's let's see what happens. Like I mean Will Ryan, it's time for him. This to, is such know, a yeah. I mean they years. don't have any. They do not have any seniors on that team. They they haven't had any seniors on that team. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. see I guess we'll find out soon enough. Milwaukee, on the other hand, as you as you alluded to already, um, has a you know, Bar Lundy is going to have to hit the ground running on this one, and I, I I can see kind of the speed of this this hire because you're you're in the middle of you're in the middle of March. You were able to get everything to put the pieces together. Now you can go recruit, get some spring signees because you're going to need them because obviously Samba Kane's not the only one leaving. Uh, so is DeAndre Golston. So is Jordan Lathan. And yeah, definitely those two guys. Um, and maybe more. And Joey St. Pierre is not going to be there either. Um, he had he is taking his extra year and going somewhere else. I do know for sure he was in there. And by the way, DeAndre Golston too. Weird thing about DeAndre Golston, I'm going to conspire, and if things did not take place this weekend that I thought were going to take place this weekend, I was going to start conspiracy theorying this out. Um, during Because Cleveland State played Xavier uh, in the first round of the NIT. Cleveland State unfortunately lost by four. Um, probably the maddest I've ever seen Dennis Gates ever. I mean, ever. Um, Once again, shout out that we, we also had a rep at that game. We did. Uh, Brendan Connolly, shout out to, to you from the from the uh, Northerner, uh, NKU student newspaper. Um, ran into him in Indy, and yeah, he's just he's just like randomly he randomly added us and said, "Hey, do you need somebody at the do you need somebody at the Cintas Center?" And I'm like, "Okay, yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do." As a matter of fact, so yeah, and it's funny because you know it's funny because Xavier wins that game and then fires their coach. Which and I thought that there was a chance they were going to hire a different coach than they hired. Well, I th- well, I was making the I I, I wanted to ma- I was making the joke I was like, you know what? What did they, I'm guessing? So what did they do here? They're basically so they fired Travis Steele. They're going to just keep. They, what did they do at the end of the game? Say, you know, we're firing De- Travis Steele. Dennis Gates, would you like the job? And would you like to stay here to coach the rest of the NIT? Don't go anywhere, bud. Don't go anywhere. We need you. But they turned down, turned out, and turned around and rehired uh, Sean Miller. So enjoy that whole thing. <laughs> so I guess what, so going back, what you're really trying to tell me, you know, we were talking about Milwaukee and their new coaches. This is the time of year where if you're going to get a new coach, this this is the time to do it. So they have time to, you know, build a team. You know, let's exactly. Say let's say your whole team is pretty much graduating and gone or whatever. Like now is the time to start figuring that stuff out, right? Why, yes, yes, it is, which brings me to, yeah, so, and Milwaukee definitely needs to do this, because, you know, if you look at their roster right now, I mean, most of those guys, ugh, they're they're going to have to do some building, because I, I don't think, because um, 
Josh Thomas is out of eligibility, obviously. Lathan's in the Lathan's in the transfer portal. DeAndre Golson's in the tra- transfer portal. And oh, by the way, again, the reason I brought him up and I was going to start doing this conspiracy theory thing here, because he uh, he was clearly watching that NIT game, and he was showing a lot of love to Cleveland State, specifically Deont- Deontay Johnson. So I'm like, you don't think... <laughs> You don't think there could be some Horizon League and Horizon League crime going on here, do you? No. Nah, just a fan. No, uh, just a fan. Damn. I would have liked to see Jerondre Golson in a Cleveland State uniform, though. That would have been nice. Well, turns out there's a lot of people you might not see in a Cleveland State uniform or on the sideline. <sighs> uh, yeah. So, um, so here comes the part. Yeah, so here comes the... Uh, the moment that you knew was coming, but you were hoping was going to come later instead of sooner. Speak uh, the, for yourself. The, the, oh, yeah, easy for you to say. Yeah, it is. Watch I know it. it is easy for you to say. Bye. Oh, man. Yeah, so, for, so ever since last year, um, as you all know, Dennis Gates has basically been tied to every job on the planet. Mostly by uh, me. Mostly, well... No, you know what? You were slacking off on that front, by the way. I was hoping we're way more out of you this time around. I'm very disappointed. I thought I, I thought I had a very little more time than I got. I thought you I had more time. Did not. Oh crap. Okay, so Dennis Gates is going to Missouri. Bye. Oh fudge. Okay, so yeah, so this is a problem. It's it is a problem. It is not the problem. Um, so and Missouri fans are clearly not down. Basically, take every every miserable Horizon League fan that you know, that you know of, multiply it by ten thousand, and you have Missouri fan right there. Missouri fan has no idea who Dennis Gates is. They're they're. They, they're they they are that person that looks at the box score and, and makes a decision now because they have no clue. Like, you know what? Chill out, guys. Jesus. I mean, come on. You're gonna but yeah, you know, you're just you know, I understand your irrational anger because you've basically gone through a long string of coaches that basically have underperformed in your summation, but you know, this one should go a little better for you. He's not any worse. I feel confident oh. in that. I definitely, I absolutely believe that. I mean, come on, look what he did at Cleveland State. And come on, that's basically it. So Cleveland State situation now is this. Dennis Gates is not going to be the head coach anymore. They have six seniors to, uh, they have six seniors on scholarship that can opt in for their, their extra year. That includes Demoy Hodge, that includes Spider Johnson, Trago Million, Deshaun Parker, Yael Hill, and Chris Green. So, what happens to Cleveland State next? Well, um, my usual reaction is to sit in the corner and start crying. It's an option. It is an option. Although, you, although this is actually kind of a unique situation for Cleveland State, is that they're actually having somebody, a coach, leave that is leaving basically the, the program better than he found it. He wasn't forced out. Looking at you, Gary Waters, and that lazy ass Mike Thomas. No, that was your fault, buddy. And he didn't, you know, he basically didn't have an entire team revolt on him. Looking at you, Dennis Felton. Still can't believe you got that settlement. Um, my my favorite B 
B-list movie villain. Oh, man. Got the bag. I cannot believe this. And by the way, it's funny because he's the associate head coach at George Mason, which is coached by Kim English, who is apparently a Missouri legend. And that's, by the way, apparently the source of a lot of people's ire is because they want to Kim English, even though he's only been in George Mason for a year. I'm like, all right, well. Did you learn? Did you not pay attention to what's been going on with Laval Jordan at all um, over in over at Butler at all? Have you noticed any of that? <laughs> right, no, they haven't. You. They're Missouri fan. They are. This is true. They're only they're only worried about their own things, which I get it. I understand. But yeah, so yeah, there. Yeah, Missouri was like one of about like four or five. That's like half of the SEC had their uh, had had you know had job openings this year. We were already trying to push him to Georgia, but you know that. Uh, but Mike White from Florida took that job. I didn't see. I didn't see Dennis Gates, a Florida State guy, going to Florida, the sworn enemy. I didn't see that happening. Thought thought there might be an inkling with uh with thought there might be something with uh with uh, South Carolina. Um, Nick Lawrenson, who by the way goes to South Carolina and writes for us occasionally, he disagreed. Um, <laughs> don't. Um, the what other jobs were the Mississippi State job? Um, they just hired Chris Jans from North New Mexico State t- less than 24 hours after New Mexico State gets eliminated from the tournament. That's record timing. Um, and now Florida, obviously. Oh, yeah. So I lost. And then, of course, there's Missouri. So it came down to Missouri. And so so what is needs to happen now, I guess, because it's not official yet. What well, I guess what. It's this weird thing that Missouri has um, within their entire university system is that it, any major hire requires approval of what they call their board of curators, which is what we consider our board of trustees or whatever. So when they, you know, when they vote the, vote on this and approve this, then Dennis Gates can be hired as the. That's the only. That's basically the only hurdle, essentially. Otherwise, he probably would have been gone this weekend. I mean, end of the day, all I think is good for Dennis Gates. Like, I mean, Martin was making like three million dollars a year. Yeah. Gates is making what four hundred thousand, something like that, probably. Five fifty. Like, okay, um, so he was on he was on the high end of, of Horizon League even. He was. So. Yeah, I think it was. It was five. I think it was five hundred a year. He he just signed a contract extension and it was five hundred a year. Now. So at a at a minimum, he's getting probably at least one hundred and fifty thousand dollar. Uh, Oh, he's got to his salary. He is he's probably, made, you know, at, at a minimum, he's making two million a year. If, if Martin was making three, if not yeah. more, good for yeah, him. Prob- probably, but you know, but, you know, if you're a Cleveland State fan and you are absolutely shocked that this happened, why? This is we've been talking about this for more than a year. Really? From the moment, from the moment. Well, first off, we've been talking about it since he was hired because it was always that he was going to go back to Florida State as soon as it was an option. And yeah. then after he had success and was a young, successful, awesome coach that everyone seems to like and does things the right way and does, you know, he's the perfect coach in so many ways. The, it was always a question of when. Yeah, of course it was. It always was. And the answer is this no. week. And yeah, this week, the week of the week of March 21st, 2022. That's the win. <laughs> And so, all you can say as Cleveland State is, hey, I hope you enjoyed the run while you had it, and yeah. maybe you'll get it again. I wouldn't be surprised if a bunch of people leave, and, you know, like, it's time to rebuild. But it, that's what happens at this level. 
All right, so so here's what I'm looking at with Cleveland State right now. Now that Dennis Gates is out, so what? So I guess the question for the question probably will be what happens next with Cleveland State? Where do they go from here? I think we know where this is gonna go. I I think this is the the I think I know where the logical step, what the next logical step is. At least who the person is gonna get first crack at this job is. It's gonna be Rob Summers. I, I, I have to think that I have to think that when they renegotiated his contract last year, they had to have had. I mean, come on, Dennis Gates and Dennis Gates and and Scott Garrett and the president of Cleveland State, you know, Harlan Sands. Those guys hang out like uh, uh, an awful lot and have for like a long, long time. I, I think Kyle Rossi mentioned all three of them that were sitting at the uh, were sitting at the lacrosse game last week, you know, hanging out together. And Kyle didn't take the opportunity to ask Dennis about this. I'm a little disappointed, Kyle. It probably didn't happen until then because this this had to happen after the NIT game. Um, so this because this looks like this happened really quickly. Well, obviously he didn't go to Missouri that Saturday because he was there, but. You have to think that those guys were having a conversation about, okay, somebody's going to offer me a job. What happens next? And I think it has to, and I think, I think it has to be the the next natural progression for Cleveland State is Rob Summers, who's their who's their who's their top assistant right now. I think that's the next natural progression. Um, because he's a part of the, he's been a part of the team. He's been a part of this coaching staff that has rebuilt this entire roster, rebuilt this entire program. So you would think he would be the guy you would want to talk to. And then if that doesn't happen, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. I'm going to, I'm going to throw a name out there. If you say John Brandon, I'm hanging up on you. (laughs) I thought about saying Link Darner just to be a jerk, but no, I I have, I have, I have a real name though. And I, I have no no reason to think this name other than just trying to like mentally compute it yeah. of someone who I think is due for a mid major head coaching job and might want to be in that area more is uh, Sadi Washington if he doesn't take the Western Michigan job uh, assistant coach at U of M former Oakland assistant yeah um he is due for a head coaching job his I think daughter. His yeah. daughter's on the gymnastics team at Pitt. So being in Cleveland is a little bit further east towards where his daughter is, is doing very well on, on that team. So mm-hmm. I don't know, just, just a random thought. Like I could see that being a fit. He's due for a head coaching <laughs> job if he doesn't take the Western gig. I think he's going to take the Western job, though. I do. Uh, I do think he's going to take the Western job. Uh, I mean, that, that would make sense for him. I don't know. But I don't know. He's he's looked Sonny at it before. Washington it might not, would make sense, might not be but I him. think he will probably take the I, – I th- my gut tells me he's going to take the Western job. You know, going back to your alma mater has its ups and downs, and I don't know if he wants that or not. I don't know. I don't know, Saudi Washington. So maybe just a yeah. thought. But no, I do think I think I, I do think I think the front runner for this job I think is going to be Rob Summers. And so if Roberts, if Rob Summers takes the job, and this is so, there's a multiple things that Cleveland State is going to have to address. Multiple things. One. Are the six guys who are going to be taking their who who have the option of taking their COVID year? I have to think that Demoy Hodge. Now that Dennis Gates is gone, he's probably I I don't he might not he, I don't see him staying. In fact, I actually see him maybe going to Missouri. <laughs> he I I can see it. I can see him yeah. do that. And oh by the way, you know who else is over in, in Missouri right now? You know who Dennis Gates is also going to be coaching? Amari Davis. Amari Davis, right? 
Yeah. So maybe he'll. Yeah. So so maybe his. So so congratulations, Amari Davis. You get to see the guy who beat up on you a lot. You know, your a couple of years ago. So and he'll be coaching you instead of coaching against you. So at least you have that going for it. So, but I think the uh, but for the other guys, I don't know. Um, and this is interesting because this is all happening um, because during uh, Coach Gates' uh, Dennis the Dennis Gates' coaches show on Wednesday, he said that they were going to have uh, they were going to meet with everybody on Monday on Monday to discuss what the you know what their options were. Well, okay. That can um, still happen. He's just not a part of that conversation. That is, he did say we. I mean, I don't think he was saying the royal we. I think he did admit the the we can include, you know, not just himself but his staff. But, you know, honestly, if he's taking another job, he's obviously not going to be – I mean, he could still be involved in the, the conversation. It's just, you know, he's I don't not know if you want him to. Does that conversation become, hey, take your last year in Missouri? Yeah, that's true. That's not, They might yeah, not that, want him there. Possibly. But yeah, I, but I think I, I think if anybody has a chance to get most or all of those guys back, it would be Rob Summers, especially the especially the guards because Rob Summers worked exclusive worked um, specifically with the guards at Cleveland State. So Summers actually has a very good rapport with those guys. So you know anybody, so any of those guys, be it Gomillion, be it uh, be it maybe Hodge, I'm still on the fence on that one. Hill, all those guys. You know that there's a good chance if Rob Summers is is promoted to head coach, he has a good chance to retain those guys. Then you have to address the Craig Bodwan situation. I believe they are going to, uh, I, they are they are going to petition the NCAA for um, to get a red shirt for this year because he was out. Um, then they also have to address the fact that they have two JUCO signees and then they have two other guys. They got two. Um, they got Raymar Pryor out of St. V, St. Vincent, St. Mary's in Akron, and um, Daniel Young out of Cleveland Heights, um, Shaker Heights, Shaker Heights. Um, that are supposed to be the, all of those guys are supposed to be in the mix next year as uh, as new recruits. So you got to talk, have that conversation about having those guys come in. Again, if you have Rob Summers coming in, that's a better. They have a better chance of keeping that core together. If you don't, then everything is up in the air and holy crap, are we really going to end up in the same place we were before Dennis Gates got here? I don't see that happening, though. I just don't. Maybe it's because I've been hanging around with it. Maybe because I know that I, I feel the navel-gazing mentality of a lot of Cleveland State fans coming into my coming into my conscience right now. But I don't see it. I think it's – I'm I'm – I gotta say, I am. I I knew that Dennis Gates was gonna leave. It doesn't make me less bummed about it, but I also do know that logically that they had to have had a conversation about it. Had to. Also, none of, none of this is a surprise. That's no, that, it's that, not. That, that, that's also, what this comes down to. and this is the part I is this is an interesting thing because they actually when they reworked his sal when they reworked his contract, the buyout is actually lower was actually lowered in the restructured contract. So instead of the massive amount of money that a team would have paid out, I think it's only like something around $600,000, which actually leads me to believe something else, possibly that 
in order to not only can, will they buy out the get the buyout money, but there's a potential for possibly a home and home with whoever they were gonna he was ever gonna go to, like what was supposed to happen with Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati, which obviously didn't happen because Brandon got fired. Maybe that would yeah. be good. So, but we knew it was coming. You can't be surprised. It was. You can't be surprised. Uh, you, you can only be surprised that it. Uh, you can't even be surprised that it. You know, it's it's happening now because it was always in the cards. You just hope that you know the next progression doesn't mess with the con- You know, it doesn't mess with the progress that Cleveland State has made in the last three years. And for the Horizon League's sake, you better hope that this doesn't mess with the progress that Cleveland State makes. We don't need any more. We we don't need any more problems in this conference. We don't. That's how the conference goes, though. I mean, same same story, different day. That's all. Yeah, but I don't want to. But it always seems to be a Cleveland State story, and I really don't want that to be that this time. You guys had a good couple of years, like I said. Enjoy it. I mean, you could go the Detroit Mercy fan route and talk about it for the next forty years. It's fine. I don't have forty years on this planet. What, are you kidding me? All right, twenty-five. What, whatever you got going, <laughs> like whatever you got, just run the Detroit Mercy route. Just how young do you think I am? I'm be sitting there, I'm like nine years old. I remember back in the day when Dennis Gates was the coach at Cleveland State for three whole years, and they did really good. Where's my Bob, pudding? Bob, Bob, how many years did Dick Vitale coach at Detroit Mercy? Oh, my God, yeah. I don't even... He, right? Didn't he, like, leave and, like... And they still... And the whole point, yeah. That's true. All I'm saying is what you just described, nine years old, talking about a coach that was there for a minute and had success... You just described Detroit Mercy fan, just like I said. So thanks. Okay, so uh, okay, let's be honest. They actually, you know, they they had other good years besides Dick Vitale. They had the Rashad Phillips years, well, Rashad Phillips and Jermaine Jackson years. They had the Willie Greed years. You know, they they had the you know the that one that five seconds that Ray McCallum was there. Sorry, he was there for four years. Just want to make sure that I don't get Detroit Mercy fan riled up about that. He was there from '73 to '77. Honestly, if they if they Honestly, if they got to this point, they probably turned off the podcast and started the second I started to do an old guy voice. Well, that's their <laughs> fault. They should have stuck with it. They'd have understood. Nah. So Speaking their language. I'm not gonna do that. What are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, Bob. I'm done. No, I'm We're done out. with this. We're out of here. All right. We're so, out of here. So yeah. So um. So next episode, uh, maybe not next episode, but very soon, probably going to be, it's probably going to be bonus episode material for uh, Bart Lundy, the new Milwaukee coach. We may end up having a conversation about who Cleveland State ends up going with if they go in-house immediately. Um, and then, of course, we have to talk about the, oh, crap, we forgot about IUPUI women. We forgot about them. Damn. So Yeah, maybe- we should, we IUPUI women held with Oklahoma, and they put up a hell of a battle, and it's it sucks that that's how it ends, but great representation. It's too bad we couldn't get more of that from uh, the Horizon League all year. Thanks, IUPUI women, for continuing a greatness and looking looking fantastic doing it. I got to say that, yeah, I'm a little, I actually am a little disappointed because um, Youngstown State and Green Bay also played in the WNIT and lost in the first round, so... But man, I'm telling you, the, the when you look at the kind of the dynamic between the men and the women, it is, you know, the the top half of the women's conference, the women's side has, you know, really has their stuff together. And man, it's always constant change and flux in the men's side. Always, I don't know. 
So we will miss Macy Williams. Oh yes, the only yeah. I mean, come on, man. How many how many four time Horizon League four players are you? Yeah. True. How are you? Yeah, I know exactly. Great, great run, IUPUI. Congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, that's gonna wrap it up for this time. We'll talk. We'll probably talk about you know whatever the heck is going on with Youngstown State. Hopefully, hopefully they actually get more games in. If you know, I'm just surprised that this the basketball classic has just hasn't been imploded yet. Hopefully they don't get. Hopefully you guys don't get stuck in Fresno. <laughs> Worst places to be stuck. I know, but yeah, we we can't have you getting stuck in California. It's not your fault. So. All right. We'll probably, like I said, we'll probably, uh, we'll have a conversation with Bart Lundy. Um, not, I'm probably not this week, but probably soon. And that definitely soon. is going to be, it's going to be for, that is definitely going to be bonus material, bonus uh, episode material, I suspect. So again, Horizon League, uh, Horizon League, Jesus, uh, HorizonRoundtable.com. That's where our stuff is. HorizonLeague.org is where the official place is. It all melts together after a certain point. It's pretty funny how that happens, isn't it? Mm. It's like we should all be one soon. We'll take over the world. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to talk about some... Uh, yeah, we'll have to... Anyway, um, you can pull us up wherever uh, podcasts are found. You can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So uh, until next week, which I'm sure that other things are going to keep happening. Thank you all for listening.